What is up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the Subordinary Podcast. We are here with our lovely co-hosts, Muda and Caleb, as always. And for the first time, Dark Viper AU, known for talking about important issues like consent. <laughs> oh, what's, what's the AU stand for? Oh, what's the AU stand for? Universe. That's my head. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's gold, what I thought. Man. It's, it's the Dark I Viper Gold, as everyone knows. Okay, yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, that's like, that, cool. that's what puts us on an intellectual tier different because we just have to like literally bring up the fucking, you know, periodic table. <laughs> on Jesus Christ. True. Orum. Our boy Dark Viper Orum over here. Dark Viper asked us before this, are we live? And thank fucking Lord we're not live because god damn. I, this, is the, this is the third day in a row that I fire up Twitter when I wake up just on the toilet and I see the words Ethan Klein trending. And I was like looking at it, I'm like, damn, dude, he's still that that whole clip is just shared around by everyone in the political. Yeah, because sphere. to be fair, it's, it's uh, I have not seen many stupider statements made in all of YouTube. And he's competing with like some real juggernauts. When you said <laughs> be, when you said we'd be talking about it initially, I was like, Oh shit, because I haven't seen this clip. I've only heard about it secondhand. If you want to describe it to me, I'd appreciate it. But I, I know basically what he said, but just don't don't describe it in word for word. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. That... <laughs> Because well, you'll go so right to jail. So, yeah, so the, generally the clip, basically, he he's on the podcast. It's like him and his wife just like, you know, they're, they're like talking about, um, they're talking about a certain situation that happened in Texas, right? Like they're talking in relation to that. Now, of course, um, inside this clip, he makes a few jokes. And one of the jokes involves, um, you know, setting off some fireworks Near uh, near a certain Republican yeah. you know, tiered organization that's very pop that has a lot yeah, of people like, in well, it. All, and all the fireworks are heads are getting together in one place. And then he made yes. a very, very, very yeah. suggestion that you would hear from the fireworks uh, aren't necessarily meant for like entertainment either. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. That's all yeah. it is. Now he immediately walked it back. Now the clip that's floating around on Twitter, right, does not have like the extra. I think like ten seconds of context. Yeah. Where he, like, yeah but there was also the like joke. a three second so pause. Initially, that, that was like a re that silence was deafening. Like three seconds. And he's like, yeah, yeah. okay, well, we'll walk that yeah. <laughs> Like it, it's one of those things where like you'll say it's a joke, but then like you look at the person making the joke, and it's like, do they really think it's a joke? Because I don't think they think it's a joke. I yeah. Think <laughs> right? e e Ethan, like, Ethan has this problem where he seems to believe like insulting things that he finds funny are jokes just because he finds them funny. In the same right. way that we responded to. Um, my react situation. He just insulted me for like minutes he did, on end. Yeah. He's like, it was just jokes. Yeah, like, you said you had dilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like, and everything. those aren't jokes. You're just <laughs> insulting me and you find it funny. Like, that's uh, yeah. not the same thing. I'm, he gets in a lot of drama, Ethan, unsurprisingly. I, I think it's just like, I, I think we talked about it maybe two episodes ago, or maybe it was last episode with Destiny, but like the entire idea was like, he just, I think it's, it's part of me thinks it's like a way for him to have a clip rotating every other like month, you know? He just I likes just to say crazy talking. shit. Yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 whenever anyone does something that gets traction, the, the thought is always, oh, this is some Machiavellian shit. He, he's mm. on like playing fifth, five dimensional chess or whatever yeah. it is. I, I, I always doubt that. Um, I yeah. don't think Ethan's a genius. I think he just says a lot of shit, and that's why he's always in the I news. I mean, to be fair, right? he's, it's, I po think it's he... possible that he realizes that if he's unfiltered, yeah. this will happen a lot. But I don't think he's like pre-planning any of this shit. I, um, I, no, you know, I don't think so. you don't just... think he's the Trump of YouTube playing forty chess. No, but like YouTube well, runs. Mo many YouTube videos just do well if you have an extreme opinion. 
Like, when it comes to Elden Ring, if you're going to make a review of Elden Ring, you're either going to say, it's amazing, the best game ever made, or it's complete trash, overrated. No, no one does the middle of the road. So I think when he starts recording, no. he's well, like, I'm going to take this extreme side, and then he just turns his brain off and rambles. That's kind of the impression I got. Yeah, I mean... I, I feel like that's a lot of gaming YouTube. I, I do actually have a middle, middle of the road opinion on Elden okay, Ring, not, so... Not, but you didn't make a video <laughs> So do I, that. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, after, after platinuming the game on, like, like, uh, just after doing like basically everything my opinion on Elden Ring is like I like the game I just don't like the 40% of repeated bosses that I had to go through to get there to I, I'm, just, I'm just not big on the open world aspects yeah. like I, I I loved every single Souls game and I but I love mm -hmm. boss fights and so the going through all the collectible crafting stuff to find bosses and stuff I didn't like that yeah. every boss fight that I played was amazing but uh, it was just took mm -hmm. a little bit too long for me to get stuff I don't know I want to go back to the game and finish yeah. it eventually but um, it, it's, it's definitely one of those games that benefits when you just have more time to yeah. play it. I, I, I just don't have the time yeah. like I used to have to dedicate. That's why I, that's why I stopped playing it is because it was taking too long. Well, that's one of the reasons why like I, I would hate it if like GTA 6 dropped in the next month or something. And I was like, I don't have any time to like just sit down and play this. Nope. Fuck, it's like Red Dead 2, right? Like, I know that, Matt, you, you have a pretty negative opinion I, on yeah. Red Dead 2. It's just too slow. <laughs> same same, same yeah. sort of thing that I... It's the same position I had on Elden Ring, but with Red Dead Redemption 2, a lot of the stuff that made it slow, uh, I think if they changed it, it would just be better for everyone. Like, in Elden Ring, I can admit the things that I don't like. I'm, like, in the minority there. Like, I don't... Mm. I'm like, yeah, this open world is very cool for people who like open worlds. I just don't like open worlds. With Red Dead 2, like, the slowness of a lot of the animations and a lot of the... Um, it, oh, it's, yeah. it's just... Skinning animals, yeah, things like, like that. There's just so much that elongates the game unnecessarily in the sake of realism, which I think yeah. if you removed, no one would notice it was removed, but it would just be a much more trimmed down experience. You know? Yeah, I, pl I actually played the game. I re-beat it like two weeks ago, and I installed three mods. All three of the mods sped up animations, and it like took well, it took me uh, 40 hours instead of 80, like it took the first time. It was even worse on my list. They actually dialed it back a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it reminds me of like just playing GTA online again and some of those like newer heists when like for instance right like in the first GTA heist like when he's like when the, your player character just puts like one stack of cash in yeah. the bag and then in the new one they're like rake it, man. like oh rake fuck it. it rake it all in just <laughs> yeah. fucking we gotta run I'm like what the fuck yeah but that that's uh, that's generally like what I get I don't know I don't have that many I don't have, none of us have time to play like a super slow game like that it's it's one thing like if we were in our teenage years and it's like oh wow all we have is school and like some other non-important bullshit in a video game to fucking waste our time on now it's like when I was playing Red Dead 2 again I'm like oh fuck he's really gonna like look at every single can of food inside the fucking yeah. cupboard like not just throw that shit in your back in the day when, when I was later. younger I would literally grind <laughs> achievements in World of Warcraft as in fly around the map picking up mm -hmm. critters and stuff. Uh, I, I must have spent like hunt, thousands of hours doing the most mind-numbing, boring shit that I would not touch with a 10-foot mm -hmm. pole today. Um, that's just the the wonders of being young with no responsibilities, I suppose. Honestly, like, even... Like, okay, so here's a great example of a game that fucking just kills your time. So Assassin's Creed, the new shit that's come out, so they have this, like, Valhalla, which I've never beaten the core game because it's just that fucking long. Like, I even when I was, like hospitalized i was home like fucking i had nothing better to do than play a video game i fired that up and i'm like this is so fucking boring i'm just going to this one point on the map killing three guys over and over yeah. and over again and so then i did the math right i'm like okay so i'm 70 hours into the game right fuck the sunk cost fallacy i'm just gonna stop playing right here who fucking knows if it's gonna take me 150 hours to see the credits roll then i loaded up assassin's creed 2 and I, I counted my whole hours played. I'm like 16 hours total. I beat the whole fucking game and enjoyed all that content again. I'm like, wow. 
immediate like here's fucking filler shitty netflix adaptation filler and then here's like the actual product that like takes way less time to finish mm -hmm. and you get way more enjoyment i'm like no i don't have that time for single player shit but i think a lot of it is due to the fact that they release these games they have them filled up with like these analytic like trackers so like, they, they know yeah. what like gets people addicted that's what right? it, yeah because like, origins and odyssey were both like very similar in terms of like the amount of stuff you can do but everything there's just so many more little things that just drew you to meaningless stuff in valhalla yeah. for some reason it was just so because origins was great i thought and odyssey was really good because i love greek history and and like mythology and then valhalla i was like this is cool as fuck but then i just stopped playing it and didn't even like realize why it's because it was just boring it just it's kept just making like, you do hey, stupid shit well it's it's one of those games where it's like hey are you an assassin why no 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 wait assassin's creed no we're we're fucking nordic vikings yeah. now and that's pretty much the whole story fuck the whole assassin angle of it but that's, I don't know, that's gaming for me in general. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not enough time in the day to fucking partake in it. Game, okay? Games these days just seem a lot more padded out than back in the past. I, I've, I've recently decided to go back and play some of the great games that I've never played, like, you know, the Mafias and um, uh, Max Payne and stuff. And I'm looking at the average time to completion. It's like 10 hours, 15 hours, max 20 hours. Not many mm. AAA games that you get brought out today you can finish in 20 hours right um everyone seems to want to make it bigger and bigger and bigger and i can respect elden ring for at least it's a huge game but at least it's full of stuff rather than as you're saying mm -hmm. with assassin's creed where it's just a lot of repetitive bullshit although you did also yeah. imply that elden ring has a bit of repetitive bullshit in it as well yeah i um, mean there's a lot of re reused yeah. fucking bosses all the time it's like hey you like this boss how about fight both of it at the same time i mean dark souls like, 2 okay. had that problem too yeah um but, to some extent. i don't know i loved elden ring uh and i think you can speed through the game like once you beat it the first time and you did your exploring you can really linearly go and fight like just all the demigods like all the big bosses mm -hmm. like you can really skip everything yeah, I mean, finding hey man, finding I, I stuff just, in the open like world is what yeah. eats all the time once you know the stuff's there like you can do it like that like I, look at the I speed loved how smooth right. you know? that game ran man like i just have to appreciate that i played a game day one that ran smooth yeah, for yeah. me at you least, did right? like, i did like... not it was fucking horrendous oh, dude you guys, yeah mine yeah, crashed a lot a lot of you guys bought it on pc this is why i don't this is why i don't <laughs> fucking buy shit on pc anymore okay like i paid the same fucking money to play it and then it runs like ass and then the it's worst true. part is you go on the fucking Steam charts, and everyone's like, oh, are you playing on your gaming laptop? I'm like, oh, not this fucking shit again, okay? I'm not on my gaming laptop. I'm on my big-ass gaming computer that cost me thousands of dollars to build. What's the fucking problem? And then, like, everyone... The thing I hate about, like, PC gaming is, like, everyone tries to be an intelligent fuck about it. But I would wager 95% of the people have no fucking idea what's going on in their computer, right? On Steam. And they just, like, throw out random shit. Run it as administrator. Hey, fucking set this setting. I'm like, no. That's not what it is. It came out later that the engine that they were using just had, like, shader compilation issues. So, like, you basically just had to play the game once. And then your second playthrough would be stutter-free. Because it would just, like, compile all those shaders. The shaders have to compile every time you see something new. It was fucking annoying. Hmm. Nobody understood it. And that's the whole reason why I don't buy those games on PC. I just, like... If I'm going to spend the same $60, I'll just buy it on the PS5 or fucking whatever the Xbox series shit is. Call it a day. I don't fucking deal with any of that crazy, like, lag, day one stuttering, any of that bullshit. I don't have time for that. No let's, one has. Let's talk about Ethan Klein again. No, no. Well, I was thinking <laughs> oh, this is an interesting conversation. I'd topic. react to this conversation and re-upload it with the same title as the original video. That's oh, what I would do. Off. Interesting stuff. <laughs> well, okay, listen. To segue hard back into the whole Ethan <laughs> stuff, right? I think it's fucked up to make jokes like that. All right, because you Jokes know damn quotes. well in the system that we have, right? 
a lot of those people like you know would just demonize the other side yes if they made those same exact jokes right and the thing yeah. is if we're trying to argue about consistency on third on platforms it's good that everyone gets a strike for making fucked up jokes i'm like or it's not even a joke in my opinion it's like you just straight up fucking talked about setting Bruh. off fireworks that you shouldn't have right? i've gotten strikes for <laughs> saying things that aren't illegal like a yeah. lot of times I, i'm pretty sure like if you said that anywhere if you're just like if you told the police or like if you were on the radio let's say if you're on the radio for one dude howard stern got fucked in the early 2000s for just saying sexual related things not saying hey you should bomb these people you know what i mean like the fcc there has to be some bomb kind those of people with love, right? Yeah, exactly. Bomb those people in with Minecraft. kindness. Kill them in with Minecraft. kindness. Yeah, exactly. Massacre. Kill them with yeah, kindness. in Minecraft. The, the FCC <laughs> would fine him like millions of dollars if if this was real life, not on YouTube or like real life, quote unquote. I understand that this is the real thing now, but like, I don't know. I just feel like there's there there in his apology too on Twitter was just like, bro, what are you? Do it. What apology? You said fuck all of you who cared or something, didn't you? Yeah, what the fuck? And he just said it's like only conservatives got mad at him. Only conservatives got mad at him. And then he's like, somehow, like, what are you talking about, bro? Conservatives are being anti Semitic right now. I don't know what that says about you guys. Oh, yeah. So fucking dumb, dude. I, it's the thing about it is like how politicized, like, some of these issues end up really becoming. Like, it used to be, I would say, maybe it was because we were kids and we didn't look at the world in such a fucking pessimistic way. Um, it didn't used to be like either or, or like the left or the right side was just openly calling out for crazy shit like that. At least it seemed like there was more of like, hey, we could at least have a conversation with somebody, right? Like it's nowadays, it's almost like if you're a left-leaning guy, like I consider myself left-leaning, right? And But like if I go on YouTube and I look at the other left-leaning friends that I have, I'm basically taught that all conservatives are complete demon worshippers. Yeah, there's no, like, there's no unity. We're not human like, beings. Okay. It's <laughs> yeah, like we're exactly. fucking different like, species. Or some and the shit. same thing with the right-leaning side, right? Like those extreme right guys. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, Anybody with a left-leaning thought is a fucking cuck loser. Yeah, like, liberal guys. tears. I drink liberal yeah, tears. Like, <laughs> it's social media okay. and, and, and constant needs to yeah. purity test. Like, uh, if, if even if you have purity a testing. small opinion of like, oh, they're not that bad. It's like, what? Are you like one of them? You're not like one of us. And it's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. They yeah. fucking suck. Don't worry yeah. about it. Uh, you, you, just, you just, if you have those kind of middle-of-the-road opinions, you just don't say anything because you don't want to um, risk being demonized as much as... Uh, any other groups, well, you know? I, I'm actually, like, wondering, so he's got to be up to, like, two strikes now, right? Because this is... I don't know. Was least, it within three I, months I think, of the last one? Isn't the strike six months? I thought it was three months. 90 days. It's 90, 90 days. days. Yeah. Okay. I, th I think it reduced at some point yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Okay, so if it's a 90-day strike, yeah, then, he, then he's probably sitting on one, at least, like this one. I just figured he was, like... I figured he might be in, like, a second strike proximity. So it's like, I just... I don't understand that, like, okay, when you have a brand, and maybe this actually counters exactly my thought, because I, I was walking into it thinking that, yeah, maybe this is like a Machiavellian, like, I want to be, like, relevant, you know, every other month or something. Um, this goes against it. Why would somebody with such a big brand consistently risk that brand every week that they stream, right? Like, that, that specific podcast. And I, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, Matt. There's no fucking, it's just really being dumb. Like, it's a joke that the entire team on that show was like, walk it back, walk it back. The, dude, his but producers like, are like, they're, they were like, dude, 
this is very insensitive and not funny. You should stop right now. Yeah. I mean, think, listen, if I, and I know this for a fact, right? Like fucking, um, when I was talking to some, uh, Nintendo channels, right? They, they had like a little bit of an edgy past. Um, one of them uploaded in a meme compilation, like a, like a nine 11 meme, right? Like just a fucking haha. Like back in the early, like edgier 2016 days, there would be quite a few YouTubers that would upload like, you know, um, they would have like the ISIS theme or whatever the fuck it would be. And it would be like an obvious joke, right? Mm -hmm. But the way that YouTube systems work and the way that any AI works is if it detects like, hey, here's 9-11, here's like, you know. The yeah, ISIS but Ethan, like, no Ethan just, would it, never collab with someone that said uh, America deserved 9-11, though. He would never do that. <laughs> I was just about to say. He would never do that. <laughs> he would never have was a like, like, podcast like, with a guy that Hassan said Hassan has a Nintendo channel now, does he? <laughs> Yeah. No, I was like, no, no, no. But like, there, there would basically be channels that got their entire monetization removed on one strike because of that content, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it was like innate, like it was uh, the policy about like um, the violent, like like glorifying violent organizations, right? So it could be like a terrorist group, it could be um, you know like a drug cartel or something. Which is why every time we talk about drug cartels, we don't joke about it. We straight up tell you it's like every drug cartel is bad. Okay, mm -hmm. this is not a disclaimer. This is a true objective fact. Okay, all drug cartels are bad. And that's the whole reason for YouTube. You can't be caught glorifying anything because from my experience, I know that YouTube will straight demonetize you completely. Like you have to, I don't even think you could just reapply for partnership. No. It's like, you're just gone I if mean, you do that. But let's, be, let's of, be real, Nep nepotism is a thing. And Ethan has met before with Susan Wojcicki or whatever her name was, right? Yeah. I mean, he's probably got, well, he's certainly got connections there. I mean, if he's ever at risk of losing monetization or something, he mm -hmm. would make some calls. I mean, he's not the, person he was in terms of popularity as he was in years past but i'd be very surprised if someone that high profile could just be ripped entirely yeah. regardless of what they said um certainly they would make a show like, like oh we'll ban him for a month we'll ban yeah. him for two months whatever but i, I don't think he'll ever be gone you know and, unless he's, he's just something really that, fucking like, bad popularity man i think he's just changed that popularity to a side that's like more extremely less just than drama it used to be, you know it's just drama yeah. now it used to be like yeah. actual yeah. relevance like genuine relevance people care about what he says and stuff now if you now if you just like and I still, I mean, I'm sure he's a good guy. I don't really, you know, no. I, I've never met no, him or anything no. like that. But just everything mm -hmm. I see just seems so fucking negative and like divisive all the time. Mm. It's just that's the thing with like T. Like, oh, we'll we'll always dip our hands into like a drama pie anytime. Sometimes to just commentate on and everything. But it's like you got to have like actual substance here and there. Like yeah. this is why like I always like every time I shit on something or like you know I fucking talk about some crazy stuff. It's always I gotta have like actual stuff that I'm doing because yeah, it can't it needs all be, to be that, you know? more lighthearted like, than this. Like I when when you get into drama of this YouTuber called that YouTuber an asshole. That's just so much. That, that's yeah. so much later, you know. Then yeah, I mean, I li than what also, Ethan said, yeah. of course. What what isn't life than in this yeah, situation? Yeah, But uh, no, I, I I make so few dedicated videos about topics that if if I'm making a video about it, it has to be something that I really care about or I feel like I'm very educated on. Man, don't you hate it when you have some really awkward fetishes that you look up and goddamn now everybody knows about it? You're probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something, you little gamers. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. Doesn't matter what you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single fetish site you looked at. That is why even when I am home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter what your service provider is. ISPs in the US can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app 
that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. It keeps all your information secure, it encrypts 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available, and most of the time, I don't even realize I have it on. It runs seamlessly in the background, easy to use, and you're safe and private. It's available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your TV. So there's no excuse for you to not use it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash SOP, and get an extra three months for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash SOP. Link in the description. Thanks for the support, homies. Back to the podcast. I'll, I'll, I'll ramble on stream about fucking anything and, and with the caveat that I'm obviously like I'm not educated on this, this is just what I hear, whatever. But if it's a dedicated video, I'll make sure I know to at least to some degree what I'm, I'm talking about. It's why I hate when people accuse me of being a drama channel or something. Like I've made dedicated videos about like what, six topics in the last like two years. Well, that anybody that says that, yeah. I I'm glad that YouTube has that one thing on the mobile where you can like see how long a channel's like watched you. Cause I'll, I'll see like some guy, like I remember when I talked about like a YouTuber that somebody really liked, I guess, right? And um, uh, you would just like look into the comment sections, like I've been following you for ever since you began, and I can't believe you talked about it. Where's the Subscribe actual videos? And I'm like, some guy, hit me. it's like <laughs> yeah, some guy told, yeah, exactly. Some guy was like, where was that deep web video you uploaded? And I'm like, you mean the one that I uploaded four days ago that you didn't watch? That one? Hmm. Somebody that okay, and then I look into their channel. I'm like, oh, you've been commenting on every video. The only comment on your entire post history is this video. So what the fuck? I'm like, YouTube can YouTube has the ability to like suss out that kind of shit. It's it's just weird how you get into the entire thing. And like you said, Caleb, like a lot of those like, it, it feels like a lot of these like callouts now are done from a place of um, having that like weird holier than thou mentality, right? Like recently. Twitch, like some streamers, XQC, uh, just redid their gambling partnerships, right? And a lot of it is like, let's get it banned. Now, I have one of these, like, I have a really strict belief, and I've always had this belief, right? Like, if you're going to ban gambling, you might as well ban people doing shots on, on Twitch, right? You might as well ban people doing anything M-rated on, like, Twitch. Anything that's against it, right? I don't think you should ban gambling simply because people are gambling and they might get somebody addicted to it. Because a lot of those addictions become the choice of the person that's watching. However, when it comes to the gambling streams on Twitch, what I am totally in favor of is banning anybody that's going to unregulated gambling casinos, right? Like the crypto stuff. Because the crypto stuff, does they don't regulate you. For instance, I, I know the guy that runs Niagara Falls, right? I can go to him right now and get like a fucking sponsorship at an actual casino for like, you know, whatever set amount of money. It's not going to be anywhere close to the amount of deals some of these streamers get, right? And I've been doing this investigation for the last, I want to say, six months with coffee, right? Like, me and him have, like, fucking been investigating on our own ends for just steak casino and, like, any casino in general. And the actual partnerships that people like Train, XQC, or the big streamers get, whenever they say that they're down, they're not actually down. They no, never have with house down, money. Okay, they make... They're playing with the house money to get a massive fucking stipend onto it. And I'm not putting anybody under the bus, but recently it's also come out in my investigations that a lot of these casinos where the actual hosters who are in like Australia or like New Zealand and places where they're usually asleep, a lot of the streamers, right? A lot of like bigger streamers, I'm not throwing any name under the bus. It's not who you would think it is. They literally are exchanging $600,000, a million bucks a night in crypto as flash loans to continue gambling on streams, right? 
Like whenever, okay, so that's from crazy. What I understood. So, and again, I had like these off the record calls about it, which is why I'm not naming any specific name. And again, it's not who you think it is. Trust me, this rabbit hole goes way deeper than you think. It's so Obama. I was talking to a bunch of like actual. Is it me? No. So like, okay, when you go to gamblers, right? You have like your high tier gambling streamer that's streaming like two thousand dollar per like slot hits, right? Like, if you ever actually look into a streamer who's like doing slots, look at their deposit. Look at how much money that it costs for them to do a slot. It's gonna astound you. Some of them are doing like thousands of dollars per like spin. So obviously, if you're a mid tier gambling streamer, these guys will get like a couple hundred thousand bucks a month to play with, right? They'll get to keep a certain percentage, but the house money that they'll be given with is a couple hundred thousand dollars to like constantly throw in. Now, obviously when you get a few hundred thousand dollars, you can't be doing a thousand dollar spins every day on your stream. You'd be out of money in like a few days anyways. And you got to make that whole stipend last a fucking month. So now all of a sudden, <laughs> the larger streamers that have these million dollar sponsorships and they get the house money to gamble with on top of that, well, they can just keep doing $1,000 slots every day. Now, what's happened in the gambling sphere is nobody wants to watch the mid-tier streamer anymore. Because who the fuck wants to watch somebody spend $100 slots when you want to see somebody do $1,000 slots? So when they win, their highlights, they like, they just want $3 million. million on stream. <laughs> yeah, even though they've lost more than that down the on the course of the month. So it's gotten to a point where, like, even for the larger streamers, right, they've spun so much in a month that they need to get money from like the casino. Now, when me and Coffee were doing the Rubet Casino thing, right? The idea was we could, if you leaked your like fucking crypto like wallet on screen, we could then analyze it on a blockchain. Now they've done something even shadier. So at least with some of the larger casinos, they've implemented vaults. So the vault is just in backend, like, uh, you know, like it's a backend tally of what to credit to your account. No money is being exchanged. So it's very difficult to figure out who's getting what and what's happening anymore. But effectively, these guys reach into their vault and they dig out $100,000 and keep gambling. Now, when the vault is empty and the casino owner is sleeping, what they have to do is they have to go on Twitter, hit up another gambling streamer and be like, hey, can I have 600K real quick so I can continue gambling? I'll pay you back in the morning. Sometimes it's not even the streamer paying them back. Sometimes they have such a good connection to the actual casino that uh, they can just fucking Bro, tell the casino to reimburse the actual gambler. It's fucking insane. That's, that's wild. The, like, it's gotten to a point where literal Wall Street's amount of amount of cash is being exchanged between fucking degenerate gamblers. Bro. <laughs> on stream. And the audience will never know. Because the audience But as an example to what you were enough. saying, like, when there's drinking streams, mm -hmm. if a minor wants to drink, they're going to go to the store to get alcohol and they're going to be, you know, carted away. Right? Also, drinking's not a game either. Like, it's not, but like, But as far as with, gambling, with... crypto, it's not regulated. Miners can do it. Miners can make accounts yeah, on stake. That's what I'm saying. Unregulated, yeah. Because unregulated gambling means if you took mommy and daddy's credit card and you bought, like, 20, 30 bucks of crypto, the casino itself doesn't prevent you. They don't do an ID check on you. If right. I go to a real casino, they'll do the right. ID check on I mean, me, but, right, before I even touch the slots. Th what they're doing is not trying to get the kids to gamble now. I mean, even if it was regulated, it wouldn't change that. What they're trying to do is inspire people to gamble later. Who's they? Like, yeah. gamble. But gambling becomes acceptable. It's just a thing that everyone mm -hmm. does. Look at my big stream XQC gambling all the time. Then you get older and you're like, well, I'm going to try gambling. I was watching it years past, right? Because uh, kids right. don't have a lot of money. It's it's to get them while they're young to inspire them well, to see I, gambling. I it's just another acceptable cares. thing to do. I don't think they have like a sense of morality that they they only want oh, no, legal no. gambling. They want to make I, I, money. I just, I just mean and the, streamer the, the kids don't have either. a lot of money. But 
kids grow yeah. up and then they get a lot of money and and you, you can get them later um like my my yeah. country has it's the most gambling the seed inside them yeah yeah my, my country has the most gambling of like any country apparently per capita or something and, and gambling advert advertisements are everywhere you on and every kind of uh, platform um mm. it, like it's it's ridiculous and like i would i would love to see a world where there was no advertising for gambling i mean if it is a, it is a vice and if you want to gamble fine but uh, like i believe ludwig's solution was to stop not to ban gambling but to get uh, ban um sponsored gambling and i think that would be largely a solution if you want to gamble you should gamble with your own money and there should be risk in, risk involved rather than what you're describing here where there's no risk involved and you can just go fucking forever it's true but um, like what makes that differentiation though like are, are they gonna ban sponsored drinking like it, yeah, yeah. But i don't think drinking drinking and gambling are like completely separate in terms of like the logic because people like you can drink everybody drinks it's very common it's like it's a, it's legal in every other country but the united states it's like 16 years old or some shit like that i don't fucking know and in America, it's 21. Gambling, I don't, I don't know. I have an addictive personality, and personally, I know when people that I idolize do something, I want to do it too. Right. Right. So, and and like people who drink, people who I like that drink, I don't necessarily want to drink. But people who I like that do a specific activity, play a game, mm. um, you know, dude, even have certain guitars. I've bought guitars specifically because people that I like have them too, for no other reason than just that. So I feel like the responsibility that these streamers have for gambling is so far beyond what we like understand currently and that it's like borderline evil in my opinion but that's, like, that's just what i think i think it's i think, I think it's extremely scummy i think the comparison to alcohol is just silly we, we're not sitting in a situation where like the biggest streamers on the platform are drinking 24 7 um and you right. couldn't do that anyway you, you'd, you'd collapse you'd die or whatever from alcohol yeah. poisoning or something you'd be like only I'm use like, me well, blade yes and no <laughs> I mean, what's your name is shoe well, but, but you can do the biggest streamers on the platform are they're, they're making yeah. believe they're drinking Right? They, they have a fake bottle of alcohol and they're drinking the whole stream, okay? It's like playing with house money. People are going to watch it and say, this guy's drinking, he's having a good time, and he keeps drinking and his liver didn't explode yet. And it's the same idea as gambling with house money. It's like he's not losing yeah. anything. It, it's, but drinking's also not a game, though. One thing that I always find too weird about it, too, is with the audience's, the audience's defense of, like, the gambling streaming, right? Like, everyone always is like, hey, these guys keep showing things like their losses, therefore it's okay. Hey, they're trying to keep things transparent. In what world is watching your best high-level streamer who's making millions of dollars a month from the company ever comparable to the actual gambling addict, right? Because last time I checked, most people that go into a casino don't have millions of dollars of, of revenue that they're earning every fucking month to gamble away, right? The reason why gambling is so dangerous is, yes, it invokes a very addictive personality in amongst a lot of people. And the thing about, okay, so if I have to compare, like, drinking, right? Like, obviously, drinking will kill your liver, right? Like, it'll fucking fuck up your body. You can't do it every single day out. I'd also argue that you can't really do gambling every single day unless your addiction becomes so severe that you're out there taking loans to gamble, right? And you're taking, it starts off with, you know, you're getting, like, cash advances. Then you start taking loans from, you know, potential criminal enterprises that help <laughs> subsidize your gambling. And then you end up getting to a situation where, like, I would say compared to alcohol, which you could turn your life around, it's very rare that anybody that's so deep in the world of gambling has the ability to turn their life around because they're so financially in debt. They're still so addicted to a vice that yeah. you know, even if they shy, even if you shy yourself away, right, from like even if you go to like you know your state and you tell them, hey, just ban me from every gambling parlor, right? So all the regulated places are forced to kick you out or evict you every time you're on like their premises. 
Well, then there's still so many other avenues for you to illegally then continue your vice, and it's just a terrible addiction to get into. And I think when you look at the streamer, it's an objective, like, lack of complete ethics, right? Like, obviously, I think most of us and most streamers right now are pretty well off financially. Like, if you came up to me and dangled the gambling carrot on, on onto me, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's like a million dollars a month. And that's a lot of fucking money, don't get me wrong, right? But you'd have to turn it down because there's at least some ethical point in you that I says... I would never do it. It's like, yeah, that's 12 million a year for me. How much yeah. am I actually harming the people that have put me to where I am to make that decision? Yeah, right? I wouldn't even consider it. Like, literally, dude. It's so... I, I, it's I disagree. So... If every, everyone has a price. You have a price too, Caleb. Like, you're, you're, you're telling me if they came up to you and said, I'll give you a billion dollars to gamble for half an hour. Like, you wouldn't yeah, gamble but for I, half an hour. I, I, I mean, yeah, I would I, absolutely, but I would say, yeah. I would say specifically, like I do a lot of ads too, right? And always I'll say like in the next video or something like that, the truth about like what I fit, like if they were to tell me to gamble and they were to say gamble and tell everyone you do it and you love it and that there's no bad, you know, negative consequences to it, I would not do that. If I could gamble, they give me a billion dollars and I could say, I do not recommend you gamble, but if you want to watch me gamble and, and like, you know, kind of just play this like an actual video game then feel free and I would do it in that in that aspect. But I would, I, there's no way I couldn't do that. Or the next video I would make, I'd be like, I, I just literally, I got the bag guys, ignore this video. Do not ever, ever, ever gamble, ever. It's terrible, and, and you're going to get you addicted to it. Fucking, you pull an yeah, Aiden Ross on the fucking grip. Exactly, dude. And then I would give away like, like $500 million or something like that. Yeah. The, the reason why this, because exactly, you could make up for the harm because you can exactly. give away that money. Exactly. But the, the reason why this becomes so difficult is because even when a person sees you losing, or even when you say, um, I'm, I don't, you shouldn't gamble, people will still gamble. Because you put that idea right. in their head now. It is so hard when, like, if, if you want to avoid um, a, a vice, your your best bet is to put distance between you and that thing. But because we have the, the online sphere now, it's very hard to avoid gambling. You are, like, mm -hmm. four clicks away from getting into a new yeah. gambling site. Like, when I wanted to stop... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sometimes three clicks away because <laughs> they don't even enable the mature audience filter. <laughs> when, when I wanted to stop playing PokerStars, and, and I wasn't addicted or something, but I, yeah. I, I wanted to make sure I never went back, I put a freeze on my account. But even then, I knew I could probably make another account. I could go onto a different website. If you're addicted enough, um, there's very little that a person can say to stop you. You know? Dude, it's, um, it's also and, interesting. And that's, and that's why this discussion in general, know? this is like a legality versus morality kind of discussion. Like, it's legal what they're doing, I guess, sort of. <laughs> sort of, in quotes, yeah. Muda. Mm. But, uh, I mean, yeah. whatever. Yeah, sort of, and yeah. it's kind of the same with with a lot of these things. It's legal, it's legal somewhere. somewhere. Mm. <laughs> it's where, wherever and the Curacao. gambling is located is where it's legal. legal. <laughs> yeah. But like, Not here. And, okay, yeah. I, I know that uh, we're, we're going to inevitably talk about the reaction stuff. Like, that that's the big fish of this episode, I guess. But it's the same idea. What they're doing is legal. Just because Asmongold reacted to every single Elden Ring video on all of YouTube, and they're all just copied on his channel now, like, it's legal-ish. Ish, yeah. like they could claim him, yeah. they could strike him, yeah. but Unless it's, it's legal-ish until sure. it's tested in court. For, for now, now. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, even when even when things are legal, what you want. If is like um social sanctions. Like um, if if you watch Ludwig's video talking about the gambling thing, he said 
Um, I don't know if I would take a gambling sponsorship, but it's not because I think it's bad, but because I worry what people will think of me. My audience will be angry at yeah. me, potentially. And, and that kind of stuff is really powerful. Like back in the day with reaction content, um, people would be like, oh, well, you're doing reaction content, you fucking scum. And they'd be like, oh shit, well, I better not do reaction content. Even though it's legal, yes, it's, people worried it's about It's so interesting you bring that up though. Like, because YouTube is very self-policing. Like in general, like yeah. if someone does something stupid, everyone calls them out and they get a lot of hate and that's it and they learn from their mistakes. Twitch is one unit. There is no self-policing system on Twitch because when something works, everyone jumps on the train. Like reaction kind. I mean, I yeah. think uh, I, I think even on YouTube, it's degraded over time. Like once upon a time, you remember like doing a sponsorship at all was a taboo yeah, thing. Yeah, true. And you, you had to just, oh, go, yeah. oh, you guys, guys, it's just the one sponsorship, don't worry. But over time, things just become more and more accepted. Yeah. Like back in 2016, everyone was against react content and slowly but surely, more and more people did it. And we all have our different lines as to what is fair for reaction content. Like I say, if you're involved in the thing, you can react as much as you want. Um, but other people are like, oh, if anything's free game. And it's just, it's just so much more ambiguous now no one's uh, there's no uh, collective consciousness that's all in relative agreement of one thing we're all well, kind of e fractured even if you're even if you're like involved in a video right so let, let's let, like if we're going in by the legality argument let's say you're involved in a video um unless explicitly like you know legally defined beforehand you do have some hand in the copyright of a work right like if you were involved in something to an extent um of course i think where it separates is like if let's say me and you made a video together, right? Like we both worked 50% on a video together and it was uploaded to your channel, right? I don't think any of us would have a dispute if like I could use that content and like take portions of it but on my channel. That's a goodwill thing. Versus like... That's like... Yeah, versus like yeah, even a movie, right? Like for instance, let's say a movie is filmed, right? And the actor comes in and it's like, don't I own a portion of this? Well, no, you probably signed a contract where mm -hmm. you paid you tons of money to be in this product and you therefore, you know, gave us the use rights your, to this entire production. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's kind of like fucking, you know, you watch a Marvel movie. Now, of course, Captain America, right? Like, we all know Chris Evans was the actor on that one. Chris is not going to go up to Disney or Marvel and be like, don't I own a percentage of this movie? No, you, you, we paid you <laughs> millions of dollars for you to be Captain Chris America. Chris Evans reacts to and Avengers. be Captain America again and again and again. <laughs> the YouTube <laughs> but This is very much our IP. So that's kind of how I consider, like, copyright content. Obviously, that's a much larger scale than YouTube side. I think where it separates is when we look at old school, like reaction content, like the good stuff, right? Like stuff from H3's earlier catalog, right? Who pretty much, I think, set the real definition of what is, I would consider like a higher quality reaction where like you watch his video, he uses a few seconds of clips and then it's always interjected with his own context, his own commentary. Jokes, and a lot bits. of it can be his own sticks. Yeah, like mm -hmm. his own skits and everything. I, I would think that but that however, doesn't even qualify as the reaction content of today. Like that term, no, 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 like no, no, it's, no, it's commentary no. at this point. The old H3 mm, videos. That's why I, I try to make that distinction yeah. when I first talked about it. Like there's clearly a distinction between a person taking someone else's work, taking portions of it, editing it, and using particular points of it to create something new, as opposed to what's happening like now where people are just it. watching as much as possible every day and chucking it on YouTube. You know, it was one thing when it was just on Twitch, and Twitch was a lot smaller of a website, but now you know, there's Twitch and YouTube are so much integrated, it's just a different playing field now like l let's say that you made a video tomorrow it's like why grand theft auto online is fucking amazing right you never do that but let's say you made that video and i downloaded your whole video and let's say your video is 20 minutes long i made a 45 minute long video the length itself doesn't constitute that that video becomes fair use what would make it fair use is if i like took out the you know 
20 seconds of what Matt said, and then it was like an actual thorough analysis from my own perspective on why I disagree or agree with Matt, right? So it's like I'm taking his video and then I'm adding on to it with my own context and commentary and my own experiences. So at that point, I'm not becoming a market substitute for the Dark Viper video. You can go on his channel and watch his original video. My video then changes it because I'm adding a bunch of my experiences, my own research, my own analytics versus something else. It's not the editing or the length of the video that gets me. It's the fact that whenever you watch a reaction video on YouTube, for the most part, it's the entire fucking video, right? Like it becomes, I have no reason to watch it. Nothing like made me happier than reading my own comment section and the comment sections of some other people that reacted to that video that I made a few days ago where it was like, yeah, I don't really go to the original person's channel and watch. And I know that's anecdotal for the most part, but even when you look at smaller channels being reacted to, JXU was a great example. His video got reacted to by one of the top streamers on Twitch. How much of a view bump did he get? 100, 180, whatever. I forgot the exact. It's like 180. But yeah, it's minuscule. Less, that's less than a penny. Yeah, that's literally it's less than nothing. a penny. And, yeah. and, and it's worse than that because viewers will admit they're like, oh, I'll, I'll see a creator bring out a video. And I'm like, oh, mm. if I watch it now, I, I won't be able to watch it with Asmongold later. True. So like, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to watch it on YouTube. I'm going to wait for Asmongold to watch it. When you become one of these people who routinely. Uh, reacts to certain content, your viewers then learn to avoid that content on YouTube and wait for yeah. it to happen on Twitch or for Asmongold's reaction to go onto YouTube. And that's just scummy. Like if you're a person who on rare occasions, maybe once in a while, you watch a video that's of particular importance to you, that doesn't make you a reactor in my book. I'm talking about people who like as a routine part of their business, they look for shit to react to, to build their brand, to build their YouTube, to, to build exposure for themselves, as Asmongold says, to increase his reaction so he gets into everyone's, uh, increase his recommendation so he gets in yeah. everyone's recommendation yeah. feed. I think yeah, that's, that's his scummy goal. as hell. Yeah, that's it, his it, goal. I mean, imagine I'll, I'll that. watch, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch videos on a stream too, right? Like, I'll do that, but my whole rule is like, I never want that ever VOD to be uploaded to YouTube, even if it's by somebody else. Like, it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Like, I'll watch it. Like, if I watch like somebody's like GTA video, right? Like fucking, oh, we're talking about this like weird update or whatever online. I'm not going to be like, hey, upload that video. I'm literally watching it on stream because it's just pertaining to me. It showed up like I'm going to watch it, right? I'm not going to be like, hey, here's like Daily Dose of Internet's new video. Let's fucking throw that up there. And I'll walk off the stream and order DoorDash. Like, no, <laughs> like that's yeah. not me. It's, it's funny because um, <laughs> a, lot of them, a lot of them just don't care or pretend not to care because they realize, like back in, the, back in the day with Asmongold, what he would say is, oh, look, this isn't my responsibility that people are uploading all these reactions to YouTube. And there were like three channels dedicated to, throwing up all his content and his reactions. He's like, that's not my yep. responsibility. I'm not doing anything. I'm like, it is kind of your responsibility. You're the one making that content. You should say to them, don't do this if you actually give a shit. Mm -hmm. But clearly he knew he was benefiting from all this content going on YouTube, so he let it go. And then he um, made his, then he actually got a channel himself and then just started uploading the reaction content. But he would say, oh, it's not yeah. my responsibility, guys. I'm not running the channel. I've just hired some people to do it. And sure, they put up reactions, but that's not, that's not me. I'm not doing it myself. You can't criticize me for this. And then along the line now, he's like, I love reactions, bro. I'm gonna react to all this shit yeah. to get into people's recommendations. Like he, he progressively um, works to make this stuff more acceptable um, until the point where he, um, his audience were accepting of him uploading this stuff. And then he admits, yeah, I love reaction content, man. It's helped me out so much. Um, he also likes it, uh, reading hate threads about himself. <laughs> Apparently, really? yeah, he tweets that like on a daily basis. I've seen it. He's like, I'll be, I'll be live in a minute reading some hate threads. He just like, it's just, I've seen it. 10 or 15 times on his Twitter, he <laughs> tweets about enjoying to read. Like, I don't know if it's just like some kind of, haha, I love being hated for the reaction stuff. I'm not, I'm not sure, but 
I thought it was fucking weird because I, I don't like reading hate threats about myself. It seems weird. Not funny. I, I just think at some at some level you become so rich that you just become so detached from anything where it's like, I'm just mm. making so much money, fuck what anyone thinks. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's the point that Asmongold's gone into now. So, uh, so and like, here's the thing. Well, like, it's when you do like seedingly unethical behavior, you have to like justify it to yourself in your own head so you can sleep at night, in my opinion. That's yeah. what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where like our capacity to justify things to ourselves is, is pretty expansive. Like if you really want to do something um, and, and the payoff is enough, you can often very readily justify it to yourself. And I just want to know to what extent is Asmongold truly believing that what he's doing is good versus how much is he just you know lying like i, let's I don't say. think he um, thinks yeah. he's doing I was, a I was good convinced. thing i like i don't think he thinks he's yes, doing he... a bad thing but i don't think he thinks he's doing a good thing i think he's just very yeah. content that he's making a lot of money and he's doing it so far legally yeah. so so he's just not sense. thinking about it he's just in, not in your mind he's just like well he, this is the thing that i'm doing you know maybe it's helping me he's, not... he's just going uh, <laughs> i mean from from what I've seen of him speaking in terms of like enjoying the hate threads and his literal goal is to just like be sniper the, I think too. he's he's pulling a Jake Paul slash H three H three in my opinion he just like is kind of leaning into the the hate because there's more support that he sees him mm -hmm. at the very least you know what I mean like it's still he's still not the bad guy but there's definitely it's like a slippery slope of people just slowly start to fucking be like hey man like this is okay for a little while. But like at the same time, the, the you have a function always, Like what, what's wild to me is like so XQC. Well, I made that video a few days ago, right? Where I was like, Twitch reactions are killing YouTube, and yeah, it's a bit of a hyperbole. I mean, that's what you got to do on YouTube to, to survive. Like, you know, make a video, <laughs> at least be watched. Yes. I mean, that's that's something that anybody does. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just how the fucking internet game is. But it's not like a wrong you know assumption because the idea that I always go with is like, listen, if you're gonna have one person doing you know YouTube work, right? Like, somebody uploads and makes that content, right? For instance, Emblem and, like, makes an amazing video. And all of a sudden, you have 10 people on YouTube who, like, let's grab that video, react to it, upload it. Well, all of a sudden, you have less fucking actual content, and you just have more rips of that content. The whole system and platform starts to become diluted. That's what kills YouTube, because nobody wants to come onto YouTube, waste the hours of their day watching fucking, you know, 10 yeah. of the same videos when they could have 10 of different videos right like that would be what creates that long-term engagement you, you for know the user, I, right when they naturally you know what i really creators. think it became it more the incentive structure like yeah. it really became more accepted because most of youtube content ended up becoming reactionary to some degree like gaming content is based on right. the reaction of the gamer and then gaming content can easily become subreddit reactions because you're reacting to the subreddit you're, you're not watching for the subreddit you're watching right. for the reactor like for pewdiepie's Reaction of r slash mmm, for example, everyone's happy to see PewDiePie memeing around. But all of a sudden, it's kind of now accepted to react for the sake of the reactor, and now we're just ripping content. Like it was a slow. I, I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it is that a lot of the people worked really, really hard for many, many years to become like on the top of the YouTube game, and when they and they're like, man, I can't do this fucking forever. But oh, I can, I can do reaction content and get the same amount of views as I was getting with my hard stuff that i had to make well fuck this i'm just gonna rest what's the word rest on my laurels or whatever um mm -hmm. I, i've got a huge audience i'm just gonna sit back and let the look let the content come to me and just chuckle a bit and get the same amount of views like you they're like you know i've i've paid my dues i've worked hard and now i just want to sit on my throne and react to shit um because they it, it destroys the incentive structure the people who benefit the most are not the people working really hard for a month to make that really yeah. amazing video it's the people who are sitting on their asses chuckling at that video and then uploading it to their youtube channel if you can get 
uh, a video that takes a month to make in half an hour, that incentive for a lot of people is hard to ignore. Oh, and people I, I know from either don't want to think about it or they justify it to themselves. Personal analytics, like when I see like uh, average view duration, like when I do like one of those game shows with like eight YouTubers or whatever, I'll have let's say 40% watch retention. If I do any reaction video, it's over 60% watch retention. Like I'm, I'm incentivized yeah. to just sit and look at my subreddit every day. And that's why for um, yeah. a, a long time, it was like basically the the worry of being branded as a reactor or someone who is exploitive that prevented that stuff from happening. Or rather, like it, it kind of peaked in 2016 and all the big content creators were like, fuck you, what are you guys reacting to our content for? And then it died down. But then mm -hmm. over time, the, the people who did the most reactions or um, were willing to exploit people in this way, they became the new top tier YouTubers. And so what? no one wants to call out reactors and, and have people go, oh, but you're reacting to this subreddit or you're doing this and you're doing that. And, you, and like I've had people go through my entire back catalog and go, well, isn't this a reaction Matt isn't this where you're like responding to dream isn't that just a reaction well aren't you just reacting to yeah. XQC um with, with whatever like my response for you is I've been called reactions because people just want to call me a hypocrite um mm -hmm. no one wants that kind of fine tooth scrutiny of your life that, everyone just wants to shut the fuck and that, up and just I really like, enjoy the I like how Muda framed it like the market substitute angle I think is a really really important frame of reference like PewDiePie reacting to r slash hmm isn't gonna kill r slash hmm but you know uh, no. Someone reacting to a full video, why Elden Ring is stupid and poo poo pee pee, and you watch that, you're not gonna go back. Yeah. You're, to not, that you're video. not gonna watch that OG and, video. And you more than that, fucking... like stuff that's thrown on Reddit, like takes like what five minutes to make or something, and it isn't a person's livelihood. They're not trying to. Uh, you know, there's no monetary sort of benefit from someone yeah. typing uh, a story on Reddit that you're you're reacting to, or whatever. It's a uh, it's it's the difference between a, a something that's a hard developed creative work versus something random on fucking Reddit put on there for no purpose other than to, you know, entertain. Also, Reddit you know? is, uh, like, I, despite there being a lot of crossover between all these different platforms, like, at the end of the day, YouTube content isn't, I don't think it's impacting Reddit users. And Reddit con and Twitch content, I don't think is necessarily impacting YouTube users. It's once the substitute is on the same platform that it really is pulling eyeballs away. As I, I say, it has, it's more significant, but I don't think reaction content on Twitch is helping it either. I just think no. with Twitch... Uh, it's not helping. It's so bad it's it's that, paving the that it, even reaction content isn't the reason why Twitch is a piece of shit and all the top creators are able to stay on top forever. It's just there's there's no... Uh, the recommendation algorithm is just always throwing out the top creators. Well, my, yeah. my recommendations are always Asmongold, XQC, 24-7. I haven't touched their streams in like a bajillion years, but they will always get recommended to me, as it will everyone else. Um, if you remove reaction content from Twitch, the top creators will still be there uh, and the little guys will still be getting fucked. Because maybe at the end of the day, you don't even need more than 10,000 successful live streams. Um, it's just generally, you so, want uh, new blood getting into yeah, the system. I wanted, so to, to prove Viper's point even more, um, I can't show this, I can't screen share it in the thing right over here, but I, I just started up like a little virtualized container and I had like a little like super privacy browser that didn't store any data for me. No, nothing was stored, right? Like this is a fresh virgin browser full incognito everything yeah immediately when you go onto twitch the discoverability algorithm it's like literally highest sub creator xqc first and then you've got you know <laughs> amaranth and you've got like that's it that that's all we're getting i think the biggest problem with this uh algorithm on twitch is mostly the fact that uh, I believe you said it in your videos, like you have to be live in order to be recommended, right? So obviously it's an incentive to be live 24 hours a fucking day. You, any hour you spend offline, bad for you. But the other big thing is like, it, it literally will push the highest viewer to the highest top. It's not looking through like a, 
you know, it may not look at other possible metrics on a stream, right? Like, let's say how much a chat is engaged, for instance, right? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's literally just using the view metric. We call this algorithm bad, but because but that's because we have different ideas as to what the platform should be doing. We want new yep. blood to have a chance to be successful. Yeah. But in Twitch's mind, mm -hmm. if it's recommending a guy with five viewers, they have no idea if that stream is good. And that's just a wasted opportunity to get someone to be watching good content that they could find engaging. It, yeah. at, at the end of the day, a person with 50,000 viewers is likely going to be more entertaining for a new viewer uh, than a five-viewer stream. And every time that they try to promote these small streams, odds are they're promoting someone who's shit and uh, they're just going to uh, have people leave the platform because they're not going to find good enough content God, fast enough. I love enough. how harsh that is. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, he's shit. right. I mean, we were all shit Dude, when we first started. Like, yeah, you, I, 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 I'm not a fan of Asmongold, but Asmongold's stream is more entertaining than 99% of streams because yeah. if everyone who starts on the platform is competing with people who've been doing it for 10 years. Like, if you look at my first streams, I fucking sucked. Everyone did. And if you're starting out, there's, yeah. this, the standards there's are so high. There's a certain high. way that you present yourself that you learn after a while yes. on YouTube you, and switch you, to separate With everything yourself, in yeah. life, you grow into the role. You become mm -hmm. better over time. And the new creators just don't have time to do that because they're competing with these monoliths that um, people didn't compete with when they first started out. Like If you look at Lyric's first stream, like he's going 20,000 viewers right now, his first stream was fucking shit. He sucks as a creator. Like, but the standards <laughs> were... No, because yeah. everyone did. The standards yeah. were just so much lower. Um, and, and the standards are so much higher now, and it's just not in Twitch's best interest to waste their valuable impressions on people who are likely going to be shit. We want them That's to. That's why I really but hope business YouTube perspective, Gaming actually you know? steps up to the plate and makes an actual incentive to stream on YouTube, not Twitch. It's just so hard to find streams on YouTube. Gifted I mean, memberships. Yeah, Gifted memberships. Yeah, right? oh, they're, they're there now. They need to fucking yeah, yeah, separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they need, they, need to, they need to separate the live streaming from because even on youtube it's like if i like a live stream it's literally like unless you have a dedicated channel that like has an audience you're not going to survive in a live Dude, stream it would be so nice yeah. if like next to the search bar at the top of the youtube homepage, like right next to the search bar there's a little live button and you click it in your whole your whole homepage becomes streams instead like something like mm. that I, I think you can do that but it's very convoluted it's how to get, to get to that point i i yeah, I went looking for streams at one point, and I had a hard time. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to disagree and say that I think what YouTube is doing is better. Because one of Twitch's problems was it's so beholden to uh, YouTube for advertising live streams. In the sense that if you join a live stream, uh, it could be like the worst moment of that live stream. It could be utter shit. Like the, the moment to moment of a live stream is pretty bad. But YouTube the uh, edited content can make a live stream seem so amazing and that's perfect advertisement. In the same way that a trailer is an advertisement for a movie, um, uh, an edited video is an advertisement for a live stream. A live stream isn't really good advertisement for a live stream, True. as I say, because it's True. the quality is so varied. Um, but the videos are. So like what YouTube is doing seemingly is that um, live streaming will always be supplemental. It, it would, no, so it'd be a, a secondary thing. Um, and it's just that your viewers who come to your channel and subscribe and stuff because of your viewers, uh, your videos, will then watch your live streams. They, they don't seem to have much of an algorithm for um, promoting live streams to new people, merely promoting your live stream to your already pre present viewers. And I think that's probably a better mechanism than what Twitch has because you just end up having, uh, because you can't assess how uh, good a stream is uh, objectively because it's a, uh, um, I say the quality is just so hard to assess. Uh, you just end up advertising the biggest streams. Um, I think it's just a much better system to advertise through offline content, edited content, than to advertise the live streams themselves.
Yeah, Agreed. it allows like somebody to curate that the best part of their works for anybody new to come watching, right? Because nobody, like you're right, like if you walk into somebody's stream, like when they're fucking, you know, not having a good moment, you caught them with their pants down, right? But if you have an idea to actually check their content out at its peak, then they may consider you to actually sit through, you know, and have their stream up on the side of your system, you know, while you're doing something else. And also, I think that the average person that heard of Twitch heard of it through YouTube. Yeah, it it, it certainly was the like, best way to advertise. Who finds Twitch? When when you're a kid, you, you only know Twitch because you found a YouTube video on mommy's iPad, right? Like, or one of your no one YouTube like gaming content creators decided to yeah. upload to Twitch or stream to Twitch, right? Especially, mm -hmm. I know, I know for me, like the popularity of Twitch really rose. Like I, I used to stream on it, but during the apocalypse, right? Like the initial wave of like demonetizations, a lot of my like gaming channels that I followed way back in the day, they were like, oh, they started Twitch channels and hockey at first. But yeah. they, they became Twitch streamers, and now that's, you know, where they're sitting at. That's the bread and butter. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people know about Twitch, right? Like, it's it, it, you can't have, like, a niche gaming-centric, like, streaming site be this popular if it wasn't for, like, a bunch of extraneous variables, like, feeding into There was it, no competition. Right? If, if YouTube yeah. had had uh, competent live streaming at the same time Twitch did, yeah. they would just be, it, it would never have taken off. It, everyone would just be on YouTube. Um, and, and also there are all sorts of like really, it's scary to stream on YouTube because everyone like thinks of the algorithm as like this, woo, the algorithm, it's not going to promote my video anymore because I'm streaming. I, like no one knows how YouTube yeah. works and everyone's terrified to... I, Try. You I have no idea how many uh, times YouTube, like the fucking backend people, will just be like, "No, don't fall for that fucking." <laughs> it pisses them off so much. Because why they, would they I do know. that? That's in, not yeah. in their best interest. If they saw the algorithm doing that, they'd be like, "Fucking stop it, algorithm! Fuck you!" From all I've seen, pe the algorithm tries to treat each video as a entity in of itself. If you upload a shit video, it doesn't make your next video that's really amazing any less amazing. It, it just says like. So I I don't know. I don't agree with that. I think that when you get a video that pops off, your next week of uploads are going to pop off. And when you get in a video that tanks, your next week it, of videos yeah, are going to struggle. Yeah, I think from, a, from somebody that uploads almost daily, I think that I can sign to see that. When yeah. like one video succeeds, you see like that fucking the impressions effect, yeah there, there's a there's yeah. a true and there's certain videos you can upload that like let's say the ctr is a little bit worse or the avd is like just like it's a little bit under or there's like a little bit of like people leaving you're just not going to get as many impressions for the for like a, an, a foreseeable amount of time until you get a video that's like kind of undoes that damage at least that's what happens yeah. to my channel uh we have like same insane charts of all the avd and everything just like mapped out and um and it's like it's pretty predictable now to be honest but it's it's unfortunate that sometimes like if you don't do clickbait and if you don't do stuff that's like you know unique and and keeps people engaged YouTube's just not going to show your your videos to people. I'll have people like you. You mentioned with the dark web stuff. Like, where's your dark web videos at? You just didn't see the one from four days ago because YouTube just didn't show it to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause you're, what do you expect everyone to fucking look in your channel? People always yeah. ask me where certain series are. It's like they just don't get shown. They just don't. Well, yeah, like, most most of the viewership on my videos comes from the recommend. Like, comes from the up next. Comes from the recommendations. Yeah, that you same. Find on the right like, side of the video. They the, don't come from the reason why I don't agree with that is is. A, mm -hmm. a few things. One, uh, like the um, uh, what's it, the late night channels. You go to their mm -hmm. channels. There'll be a video that makes a million views, twenty thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand million views, ten thousand, fifteen thousand. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about like late night like talk show yeah. channels? Like the yeah. yeah. And, and you can like say maybe big... they've got some deal or something, but like it, it works with me as well. I upload my rambles. They get fifty thousand views every single time. Uh, can do that for an entire week. Then I upload an episode of Pacifist, two million. 
you know. Um, but the, the thing okay, is, okay, dude, I saw your rambles. Your thumbnails are really. Oh yeah, I know, because because they're they're like videos. the the most. Like, they're all the same. Oh, yeah, thumbnail. They're, they're filler like, content. What? They're absolutely the filler content of my channel. They're not meant to do anything more than to act like as a historical thing of my opinions of. Um, uh, yeah. that time but like I've been getting 50,000 views on my rambles forever like many years but at the same time all my other content like 700,000 a million a ramble for 50,000 700,000 over and over and uh, there, there's no I, like I, I've uploaded this content forever in the exact same way and I've been more successful or less successful my problem so I know that you can be successful uh, uploading good content and algorithmically poor content. The thing that I can't tell is would I be more successful had I never uploaded the Ramble content? I can't tell you that. I only know that you can have successful video, unsuccessful video, and successful video because I've done it like a hundred times. But uh, yeah. as, as they, but it, like when I say these things to people, uh, just my opinion is not enough to dissuade people to do something different. Because if you've got, a, you, know, you don't want to take a risk based on some random guy's opinion. If you have a different experience, I, I don't fault you at all for doing something different. We're all trying our best just based on what we mm -hmm. know, you know? Yeah, of course. And the annoying thing about YouTube also is that I think all of us have experienced, it changes from time to time. Like if, Something that'll do well one month will not do well another month. I think when YouTube started shorts, like it really screwed with like a lot of videos. Just general long form content just stopped. I haven't, I didn't see anything go viral. Like the viral videos are shorts. Like, and they keep tweaking it, I think. I mean, yeah, I mean, I either that or the algorithm itself is just continuously altering to, because it, it doesn't know what content people are watching. They, you know, you can see the outcomes right. and it must keep testing new things to see what works best. But um, it, it, you, yeah. certainly when, before shorts came out, there was, had to have been a tweak in the algorithm. Because have you seen my uh, clips channel by some chance? Um, I, 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 yeah, I saw it, yeah. Yeah, I, I was on, I was on, YouTube, I think, and then I saw a channel and it had like so many views just uploading uh, Twitch clips. And I'm like, wow, that's a ridiculous amount of views. What the fuck? I looked at the back end on Social Blade and it got like 4 million percent increase in subscribers, 4 million percent increase in views. I'm like, oh shit, well, I'm going to do this myself and upload my own clips. And just like, what was I up? Like hundreds of millions of views in a month um, because YouTube clearly wanted to get into the uh, short form content game, game and to, to compete with TikTok. Yeah. And, and whatever they told the algorithm, it was just pushing those clips yeah. for a long time. It's not that way now, at least for my content, but people still do have some success uh, with yeah. um, clip channels, but uh, not in the way that I do, it's which so is just weird. throw everything like, up. That's like one month YouTube is like, hey, upload a video that's less than a minute long. And the other month it's like, upload a fucking hour long video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yes, yeah. yeah, I mean, the algorithm is just simply the audience anyways, but like the, yeah. the, your, uh, one thing that has trended is like the, the larger that I've noticed is the larger that shorts get and the more people, more time people spend on YouTube shorts and TikTok, uh, the less views traditional gaming channels get like there's uh, like five gaming channels i'm not sure if i should even name them but their their views have gone down substantially uh from the point of shorts being released and it's like the same audience is attracted to like the same thing so those channels are like they're they're losing viewership and impressions to shorts and i'm I, like it's and they're not doing shorts you know what i mean like they're not really learning they're not adapting so, and I, dude, I have so many friends that make gaming channels and they're all, they all think that like gaming is, is dying basically, or, or it's not sure? growing. 
Are they sure they're not just losing views to TikTok? Because TikTok is taking a chunk out of YouTube. Yeah, I think even, even personally, I like I, I would spend is. more time on YouTube, yeah. but now I'm spending more time on TikTok. Not not yeah. a heap amount of time, but any amount of time that I spent on TikTok, yeah. I once spent on YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. Is like those the like the people who watch the gaming stuff, just like the normal, you know, kind of filling up time. You're not learning anything. It's just you're fucking watching a game. That those people, that attention is being split between gaming now and just tradition, like you know, mm-hmm. just. Short, short form content in general, TikTok, yeah. YouTube shorts, et cetera. I, I want to see the analytics that might come out in the next couple of years to see how much yeah. YouTube is going down. Because certainly every single year, YouTube has made more money. Um, mm-hmm. but, but TikTok is now probably at its peak. And I want to see what, uh, if YouTube is going to start to shrink in the next couple of years. Who knows? Well, um, it's insane. Like TikTok and TikTok is one of those like companies where like fucking it comes out of nowhere. And it's just like YouTube. It has like a financial black hole that they can just chuck money into. And now what effectively you've got with like these companies is you've got it's like YouTube has Google, right? Like that's one like that. That's its financial backing. TikTok's got fucking Tencent, the government Mm -hmm. of China and Microsoft fucking backing it. You've got like three of the biggest juggernauts in in financial history fucking like pushing this up to its absolute peak. And YouTube and and Google, they like a large percentage of all the views on YouTube are of just people watching TikToks that are yeah, re-uploaded yeah, on yeah. fucking YouTube. Like, it's crazy how it's just a true I mean, phenomenon. It's insane. I mean, Most of the ads I see on anybody's YouTube channel is TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's wild. TikTok's I, advertising. I, I, just I disagree that this YouTube came video. out of nowhere because we had Vine before it. There was clearly right. yeah, yeah, yeah. some position in the market for someone to, to, to really figure out short form content and someone mm-hmm. was going to do it eventually it just happened to be tiktok because the um, they, they, weren't there other things like bice uh, and and well i mean eventually oh, other stuff right. came along we had vine we had musically yeah. we had a lot yeah, yeah. yeah. tiktok what, what bought it? musically yeah, yeah exactly it, it was going to happen um but who knew who would have guessed what happened to be this extent how big tiktok is i um, called it well, do you, well, do you guys kidding. think that one day tiktok <laughs> will stupid. have like actual long form content into it too it does it's oh, up to 10 minutes yeah yeah, they, they already it's, it's up to yeah, it. you, you can watch in, entire episodes how, of Rick and Morty. How is the how is the success rate on those ten minute videos? Oh, like, I knows. assume some of you guys have your TikToks, and maybe your analytics might show. Uh, be, because on it. because they don't pay Australians like anything. We're not in the creator program. Um, I, I've got some guy. I've got a guy, one of my mods, who just uploads my clips there, and that's about it. Um, I don't I don't really look at the analytics. It just doesn't matter to me. But um, yeah, I guess I can't tell you if the three minute and then 10 minute stuff actually does well yeah i'm not just sure basic entertainment content kind of kind of tanked i don't think it's just gaming caleb like entertainment in general like uh, if you're looking for something like informative like muda's videos like i i don't know if, i don't think you took a hit because of tiktok or youtube shorts because someone that wants to watch like an in-depth analysis <laughs> type thing they'll they'll still come back to you but if you just want like popcorn entertainment yeah it's easier to turn yeah, on I mean, TikTok you're than to competing look for your against TikTok yeah I, I think you'd be like I, I know my main channel content mm-hmm. like got a big hit from uh like YouTube shorts and TikTok I, I think and you'd be surprised by informational content on TikTok. There is a lot of channels that are just, you know, the experts in, in psychiatry or um, medicine or whatever who just three minutes, here's a story and here's yeah. my expert opinion on that. Uh, I, I uh, Maybe, yeah, I, I would say like, especially I, with I, expansive I, topics, you need that kind of long right. stuff for YouTube, but uh, that stuff does do well to, on that. To add on to, to add on to Matt's point on that one, uh, even on YouTube, like this is a YouTube shorts um, fucking thing. But I was addicted to this one channel. Let's go! <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hey, you, you, at least you're getting money, man. I can't even get paid. Let's go, dude! 
How, how on how much is that? Sign me up. Sign me up for that fucking gambling website. I'm ready to fucking gamble. Yeah. Have you? Um, <laughs> let's see. How many is that? How many views is that? What the fuck? I have millions and millions. I have seven hundred thousand followers on TikTok, and let's see. I don't even know how to see like your analytics. How do you even see that? Have Have you seen John Green John Green's video about? I think it's John Green. Is it Hank Green? One of the Greens brothers uh, about the payment system of TikTok and how oh, like yeah. Yeah. The, the the more views that are generated, the less people get paid per view. Awful. Um, yeah, it's terrible. How How many likes are on your channel, Caleb? Uh, like, I'm trying to. Th- to let me. Guess. I don't even know how to fuck to use this. That's, that's on your homepage. I can, oh, I does it? Five point one million. Okay, so five point one million likes is probably twenty five million views. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, so so you've you've uh You made hundred seventy five million views. Yeah! Hundred and seventy five. Dude, on YouTube on YouTube that's an easy like two hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars. That's that's where that's where that's where like fucking switches I don't know. With me like sh- short form content, uh fucking I was watching like science related stuff on YouTube, like I forget the exact name of the channel, but it was like, you can find it if you go on YouTube. Like, you can literally see some people, like, dissolving shit in acid. That was the video. Like, this guy was mixing sulfuric acid and, high, like, I think it was, like... Nile Red? Hydrogen. Yeah. Yeah, he's big yeah, on, he's big on TikTok, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so it was like, he, like, Today, put an entire we're making fucking... bromine. <laughs> yeah, like, he puts, like, a chicken bone into this, yeah. like, fucking piranha solution, and the whole thing just turns, like... <laughs> Jet fucking black. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a fuck. I'm turning it. Like, I'm turning a plastic glove into grape soda. Well, like, dude, I so I was watching his like chemical reaction, and that motherfucker gets close into the reaction. I'm like, Whoa. he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that solution you just made. I'd be fucking. I'd have a oh, warehouse, dude. and I'd be far fucking away. He's constantly putting <laughs> himself in danger. It's awesome. I know. Like, I saw that, and I was just, man, this is, and that's what was getting me into it. So yeah, you can get informed of content. Mm-hmm. I did not know pennies dissolved that fucking quick in like you know acid solutions and and it looked that cool so yeah in that regards i would say tiktok youtube fucking it would be solid for that kind of stuff and that honestly like the more i see the content that i consume it's less of the long form shit like don't get me wrong like i watch a long form video from a creator that i really like every once in a while but yeah more of my viewing habits are like just short clips like short videos that just constantly autoplay as i'm working on something yeah that's pretty much where i go into as um, you're working on stuff like from what i always expected it was the the more that you didn't want to pay attention to something the more you valued long longer form content that you can just listen to because that's why twitch like most people who watch twitch um aren't super engaged with it it's just on the side that they're looking at every once in a while i'm a i'm a really bad example because any form of media i watch say is is always done on like a second monitor the only the last thing i ever watched like dedicated like i turned everything else was like the Ozark show on Netflix, and even then, yo, did you like how that ended? I didn't by even the way? watch the new Luda? stuff. I d- <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch oh, it yet. Yeah. I didn't have the time for it. But like, fucking for me, I um, I'm actually gonna watch it like probably after this whole podcasting. But for me, like that was the last thing I ever watched on my like television, right? Like just I fired it up back there. I'm like I'll watch it all the way through. Now like everything I watch, whether it be podcasts, like movies, TV shows, anything, it's always like on a second like chunk of my monitor while i'm working on something because the, the um, only exception for that with me is when i'm just going to bed like I've, I've got this um like clamp that has an ipad attached to it and so i'm just sitting in bed and i have it over me and i i, I might spend time watching like an hour or something but, that's uh, pretty cool dream little clamp run versus four cheaters <laughs> i can't clamp. believe that dream speed run that was the peak of like yeah. what i consider to be the funniest youtube drama in my entire fucking <laughs> life <laughs> everyone always has to talk about stupid like really like hardcore shit you know 
it's got to be super politicized. Yo, did you see Bella Porch's latest tweet? I oh yeah. It. What? What did she? I say? got notifications on. It's good. It's good. What? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know who is that. Bella Porch's. She's like a big TikTok. I literally don't know who that is. That that tweet. Yeah. I'm with a weird face and. Uh, whatever. Oh, no, which, yeah, but what'd she say? I'll I'll sh I'll show you the tweet here real quick, guys. Hold it's, on. It's, worry, it's art. What'd she say? What'd she say? Tell us. Say oh, this art. is the thing. Look, I'm sharing it. That's her tweet. That's that's what? Oh, nice. Oh, Bella Porch. That's Bella Porch. Yeah. <laughs> who, who brought up Dream? Was this? Did Boom. you? Well, I brought it awesome up. I thought, I thought awesome that controversy poop. was the best. Boom. Boom. I thought the controversy. Awesome Porch. <laughs> This is the one thing where I definitely agreed with XQC on, and I don't agree with XQC on anything, but, like, when he watched Bella Porch's TikTok, I was like, where's the fuck is the content? I'm like, I, I agree. I can't identify it. Cause it was like, Dude, it's because you don't understand, okay? She was in the go. military, guys. You just don't get I, hard I when like, it comes listen, to lip syncing. I like the whole dream controversy a lot, because when I woke up that morning True. and fucking I read the words Harvard physicist and Minecraft speedrun, <laughs> not Astro in different paragraphs, in the same paragraph... I was like, I'm in for a good day today. I gotta ask, oh, I gotta ask. Did, did you did you see the finale? Did you actually watch Kyle Jobs' video about it? Because that, that was yeah, that was the final. Yeah. Yeah, that like was the final thing where it well, at least according to Kyle, that Dream really didn't know he cheated. At least that was Kyle's opinion. So like, Dream did cheat, I but was unaware. Um, I don't know. Yeah, see, like that's crazy. Like a mod I'm still something. on it because he didn't. He had an epiphany in the bathtub like five months later. That, oh my god! I thought I the story made sense because as a person who talked to Dream, and I was just like, this guy, because obviously I'm I'm biased. I can't say I'm a perfect assessment of people's character, but he did not come across to me as a dude who knowingly cheated. I I, I as a person who's been in speedrunning a long time, um, I personally have on many occasions accidentally used mods during a run. Because my modded... Okay, but he fought too nail. Yeah, because he, he didn't know. Like, at like... that point... Okay, no, no, no. At that point, you look back and you're like, wait a second. If it's actually a one in seven trillion chance, you don't say, well, it had to happen to somebody. I mean, because... That was yeah, his argument. But in his mind, he knew... He believed he didn't cheat. So it, it had... Like, even if it was one in seven trillion, he's like, well, it has to be that way because I didn't cheat. So fuck you. And that's... that's it, it makes... All his attitude of just being so combative and calling everyone assholes and shit it makes it all makes sense. Like, who the fuck is going to that length to hire another professional to go over the paper if you're not in the right? How do you, how do you, you, think you right? hire a professional though? Like, I know money's obviously the factor, but it's like, how do you wake up as a Harvard physicist and one of your contracts is debunking <laughs> the statistics of a Minecraft? Speech? That's pretty awesome. I, it's just such a strange story, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, think you cheated, Matt. I think you're I, honest. I, yeah, as far as you know, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I mean, it's it, it like but, the but, thing but about saying, it is but, like but un unintentionally, I have cheated in the sense that I've played on modded versions of the game. But in our speedruns, if you try to do a save warp, the game crashes if you have mods in your game. And so mm -hmm. I've been like yeah. two hours into a run, done a save warp, and gone, oh fuck, I'm using my modded version, and I've changed the correct version. But if, as far as Dream is argued, um, he was just connected to a, a, another world that looks exactly the same as. A normal game of Minecraft, but the the drops that are tweaked. Just increased his chances. Yeah, because because it's for the content of his um, what's his series? Whatever it is, uh, the Dream S and P. The, the, the yeah. mine mine oh, the hunter the hunter, thing. hunter whatever they have. Yeah. yeah, and and so that's that's a naturally tweaked server to because you don't want to sit there farming for shit for twenty minutes. Like Minecraft I mean, I'm saying, yeah. Like, it was it was such a clusterfuck, and I don't blame people for thinking that Dream is like I know playing seventeen dimensional chess or some shit, and he really cheated from the get go. But He's the Trump of, of Minecraft. <laughs> 
But but as a person who talked to him, I wow, I, I like think I buy Carl's story and his arguments that I that Dream was unknowingly cheating, although did cheat. But um, I, I, please I, I, please don't send me hate about me saying that because I got so much hate in that Dream it. thing. Like, it. <laughs> I probably did at the time, but people hated my guts during that period. So, ah. dude, I uh, I watched your reaction series thing, and I do disagree with a lot of the things you ended up saying. Mm-hmm. Um. But the one thing that I did see that like stood out to me was that Ludwig's video, like he made a video saying how it's not luck. And he, he wanted to prove that if you just promote, if you get reacted to, you can go viral, right? So he got Ms. Kiff to react to one of his videos, to, to a video on like a new channel and the video ended up doing well. Like, so it's kind of proves that reaction content helps the channel. But then when you look at the analytics, it says that like 50% of the views came from search and then Not he leaked from, it like, out yeah, it, it, a few too many and times. He, three times. He, he told, three he times. talked about it three times on his podcast before. <laughs> like, for me, that that was like the big, the red herring, yeah. you know? Like, well, like, that that's when it shows me. It's like people, because I've seen that video from Ludwig before. People are like, hey, look, isn't this scientifically proven? And, I, and then, like, it, it, it really, it. this is why it's like, this is why you can't trust a general fucking viewer, okay? Because a general fucking viewer is fucking stupid when it comes to how YouTube works. It's only when another fucking YouTuber looks into the actual video for five fucking seconds and sees in the screenshot in the analytics dashboard search history we know what the fuck that is most people watched people it looked no idea. millions of people watched it and no one made the connection but even worse than that on the video itself as it turns out people left comments saying like hey i came from your podcast man this is a cool video and no one no one said anything oh and i'm like i know why why am i the f- it, it, this, it, this come on, it's here. a little disingenuous I, it, I, like i love i think ludwig is like one of my favorite streamers like by interesting far, dude but that's a little disingenuous because I, I, I but i don't think he intentionally did this like i no he, i don't he know. Just, so either. i think he just half-assed this he was like <laughs> i think he was just doing for the fucking hell of it he probably didn't think it was getting a five million views or whatever it was just something he was do as a, a thing on the side um but it got so much attention and it's it's referenced so much as like he, yeah, his and, reactions and, definitely and work look at it. this video like he is silent about it too, um, right? oh, I, like, I, I, I don't I don't want to say that silence makes you culpable oh, no, or I, any I, of that, I talked to him like, into the, in the DMs he said oh yeah I, well he, he implied he didn't know and uh, that, that yeah this my what I said that he, he leaked it in the podcast is true um, but uh, yeah um, well, I, it also helps when you have 600 bucks to throw at like <laughs> making your first video look really fucking good the whole thing methodology terrible philosophically terrible the the end result terrible it, it was I hate that video. So goddamn much. However, banger YouTube video though. <laughs> Five million like, views. For a general audience, for a general audience, mm. dude, it was a great mm. video. I mean, that's like for me. I was like, when I watched that video, I'm like, man, I wish my first video wasn't recorded on a fucking shitty smartphone microphone of like fucking DVD video recording of like. I remember sitting. Video. Yeah. I sat in front of my laptop with like a twenty dollar microphone, just speaking into it. Yeah, it's a good time. You, uh, my, you my, saw my, my first video, Muda, in the the video we recorded I last did. week. My my uh, Borderlands modding <laughs> video, <laughs> I did. 2010. You know the best part about my first videos ever is like when it came to the, even the computer. Like I was rendering it on a pirated version of Sony Vegas, on like the world's shittiest fucking crappy laptop in the world. I had to like get a fucking desk fan and I had to position it on the laptop so it wouldn't burn the fucking CPU out from rendering the video. 
Because the first time I tried doing it, the system blacked out. I'm like, wait a minute, it's just getting hot. So I like fucking literally set it in front of a desk fan. I'm like, make it all the way true. That's how most of my videos were rendered. So every time I rendered those first 100 videos, stuck the fucking computer on the goddamn like, uh, and prayed to God that the video would render. And then I watched Ludwig's video. I'm like, man, I wish I had 600 bucks yeah. to throw at every fucking video I, mean, I had. That would have been fucking. It's, it's an interesting topic though. Do you, like yeah. I, I've heard of at least one creator coming to YouTube and having a good enough idea and good enough presentation just from the get-go to get successful or like like get 5,000 views or whatever and, and snowball from there off mm -hmm. just a couple of videos. But that is so goddamn rare. And the, the, the channel is The Company Man, if you've heard of them. Um, they, they made a, a, a five-year retrospective recently and they said like, my, my third video popped off and, uh, and it, it gave me a drive to keep going and, 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 you know, built from that. But me personally, it took like a long time before I got any real traction. Yeah, yeah. It, it took me at least three years yeah, until dude. I like was getting like 10,000 views. I uploaded every day of 2015 and 2016. And then the first, the first, and I had a, a job for 2015 as well. And I would like edit at night. And uh, my first video that did well, I collabed with this guy named Matt Shea, who's like one of my good friends. And it got like 200,000 views. And then it just like kind of snowballed from there, from that point on. In, in my mind, you have to have a really fucking banging idea to carry oh, your yeah. shitty presentation to, oh, to, yeah. to start going strong. Either that, terrible. or you just gotta, yeah, or you just gotta, you gotta work and build up your skill and talent until you find oh, something God. that really works for you. My um, videos were horrible. Yeah, still are. Well, it's like if you told me like if we had to restart YouTube now, I'd be much more comfortable attacking YouTube than my first fucking week of the job. If I would restart YouTube now. Honest to God, I would go on Twitch, react to every video on the planet, and re-upload all that shit, dude. That is exactly yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm sure. making fun of it. I'm calling it unethical, not... but I'm telling you, I would do that <laughs> without a doubt in my True. mind. You're not. You're not wrong because, like, even when we talk. Oh, no, what? Uh, you you, you just cut out my you got muted, um, bro. <laughs> Nah, he figured it out. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. We've been expecting you. Bro, no, Buddha's no. mic is the Trump oh. of the podcast. Oh. I'm saying, like, as much as I know now about this industry, um, especially if I had to try and get into a different industry, if I started again, I'm not sure, really sure how I would do it. Is it like, a lot of it now? is right place, right time with right skills. Mm. For know? sure. Like, certainly I would have a better shot starting with what I know now, but yeah. I'm not confident that I could grow to be what I am today. No, no, there's still right. that luck factor. You got to like fucking climb the hump mm. over. Luck. It's like when Destiny oh, was telling us last week, yeah. right? Like he was like fucking a 5,000 like viewed like stream on Twitch is worth way more than like, I think it was like a fucking two, 300k sub channel on YouTube. And I was like, I kind of fucking agree with that. Like if you can learn to snowball those like Twitch viewers. And again, it always comes down to the reactors. You could make some banger clips on YouTube and succeed on the algorithm nowadays, right? Like if you just release that kind of content en masse onto YouTube, especially if it was longer form and just won it. it. It always, like even when it comes to the reaction, right? Like fucking, when you have a 20 minute video that you worked your ass off on and then like the reaction is 40 minutes. So they're like, therefore it must be transformative. They also forget the thing that if the algorithm favors that long form content, congratulations, your 40 minute video yeah. is it Way cannibalizes the 20 minute video. 20 minute one, you know? I've seen I've seen examples where yeah. you can Google or search for uh, the the video and the reactions will come up first because they they're made by larger mm. channels yeah. and have more views. It and is it, insane. Yeah, it's just not fair. Um, it's it, it's it's like the thing is it's it, it always it is that whole ethics versus legality argument. Obviously what they're doing is legal. Yeah. 
and that hasn't been tested. For, I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean it obviously, hasn't been obviously. tested yet, for sure, right? Just like <laughs> it's not against the terms of service yeah, for the different platforms. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Would you call something illegal if the 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 quote unquote victim? Is, is okay with it, or at least has not cried foul? The vic, the vic, is, it, is it still illegal? The victim can't be okay with it, and here's why. Like, I've talked oh, to so no. many people behind the scenes, and you have too, and I know that. They are the, when I made that video a few days ago, dude, there were so many fucking friends of mine, good friends, and I'm not going to name them, but large creators who get reacted to on the same time. I was like, oh, I'm so glad this video was made. Do you know, and behind the scenes, like, we literally are discussing, like, just having, like, a fucking union introduction style thing on a fucking, it, <laughs> yeah. no joke, like, literally, I was talking to it, it's like, what if we all just had, like, the same stinger in the first, like, 10 seconds of the video that said, hey, if you're watching this on Twitch, consider going to my channel. And I'm like, that's not mm. a fucking bad idea. But the reality is no one wants to do it if you have like sub 1 million subscribers or like sub like if you don't have like that established fan base True. because nobody wants to be at that fucking attack mine. Like XQC reacted to that video I made, right? Where like he agreed with the majority of the points, but his chat and that is the most brain like if you want to see a chat most devoid of intellectual <laughs> capacity, it's the XQC <laughs> chat room, all right? Simply I cannot believe Bro, there the is... funniest thing. Well, every time you're talking, you're talking, and the yeah, whole chat is like the glasses emoji. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he's saying. And then XQC says, "Bro, it's not dipping from one type of sauce to another type of sauce. Like, it's the same sauce." And then it's all like five head, five like, head. In the I'm like, it shows me that like this is the largest group of community. Like, this is the largest community that has like a sub fucking average IQ. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying it because it's the fucking absolute truth of the matter from what I witnessed, right? Like, <laughs> if I put any scientific proof, that's the fucking scientific proof. But I Shoot. watched it, and then I'm like, okay, so all of a sudden, you know, he did the exact same fucking thing I was saying, right? Like, he took the video, created a market substitute, re-uploaded it. It was amazing. It, day. I'm like, it was amazing. What the fuck? It was amazing. He, he, did. he agreed with the whole video and then re-uploaded. Did you see his pinned did comment? It's like, did you see I his won't strike comment? you. And it's completely ignoring the fact, even the video, I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking waste my time no. striking his pinned comment was his pinned comment was go subscribe oh, yeah. to some ordinary gamers so he doesn't yeah, exactly. copyright and strike like, me like, <laughs> oh my like, god you watch the whole video, you know that I'm not going to copyright strike. You know that's not my prerogative. I literally said, if you're, I said, if you're a smaller creator, feel free to claim the video. Like, that's your fucking shit. Claim it. All right. You don't have to remove the reaction. Yeah. See, no, no Dude. one wants to. No, if you if Dude, you're small and you're not successful, yeah. you don't want to risk exactly. potentially, you know, stopping starting your success. shit. But, but, yeah. if, but if you are, if you're yeah. already successful, you've got a good thing going. You don't want to fuck that up. No one's in that particular right. position to to be risk free in striking a huge channel and you know potentially facing all that back. Backlash. At the end of the day, what are you going to achieve? The reactors will still just react to someone else, and you'll have taken down one video. Whoop de fucking do. You know, because there's potential solutions for this problem that don't involve the audience going, "This is not fucking on." Um, it, 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 there's not many that would do much at all. You know, there's a lot of people that would just. I think we put a bunch of fireworks in the RNC. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, wait, this is why I'm glad we're not live, okay? Torrent, our editor, can always cut it out. Unlike some other podcasts that let it go, cut it out, and still got I think, striked. <laughs> I think we just go ahead and commit some kind of heinous crime. Can, can you... What do you guys can you, think? Can you imagine, just for a minute... He does not represent me. That was... You can tell by my smile that I'm joking. I'm just joking. Let me walk that back. Let me walk that back. Are you sure that was a joke? I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you must be a conservative. Uh, well, you got me there. That's a supremely great line of thinking. <laughs> just demonize whoever you hate. Oh, you just hate Caleb because he's a You just hate me because I just don't fair. like women. That's all. Oh, my God.
fuck you, bro. You are the king of making the most out of context clips I've ever fucking seen. This guy. You know, the thing is, man, when we're in this situation now, we're in this fucking world where, like, some of the biggest Ugh. creators who've been on this platform for years can have hot takes like that, leave it up, get striked. Shows me that maybe, maybe, maybe we're in a wrong... Maybe PewDiePie saying the end wasn't, wasn't the fucking maybe it wasn't the wildest idiocy. thing I've ever seen, right? Like shit. Maybe like it gets to the point where we literally have calls for domestic terrorism on YouTube, <laughs> basically just running around free. I'm like, you know, the thing is, it, it weirds me out so much, and I do want to touch on that point, right? Like, if you have anybody of any political leaning, right, it, it's usually like it. it I see it all the time, all right? At least on, like, YouTube, right? Like, there's so many people that have to tiptoe that algorithmic line, like, where they don't get fucking their video removed. You know what I mean? Like, anybody on any mm -hmm. side. But then all of a sudden, you just have, like, the top upper echelons of YouTube, like, the, you know, po politics, just straight up saying some of the most fucking outrageous shit. And it's like, oh, you get a slap on the wrist. Like, I swear to God, there were other channels that got removed for far fucking less, you know? Oh, <laughs> Back yeah. In the day, Alex yeah. Jones... Alex Jones did nothing to this degree. Oh, no, I nothing. disagree. Alex Jones I mean, is no, insane. Yeah, he was pretty bad, dude. He was, he was a conspiracy yeah. theorist, but he didn't call for oh. violence. Oh. I, mean, I, I think no, there are some clips of him do, saying some pretty fucked up shit, my guy. Uh, okay, to be fair, I don't know everything right. you said. Right? Yeah, yeah. I cannot he believe that, that we just, we're on a podcast right now, and the damn PNG just sided with Alex Jones. What the yeah, fuck what is the going on right now? Alex, yo, shut your mouth or I'm going to react to this dude? and re-upload oh it on my God. channel, okay? It's, it's just like, dude, I go on... Yeah, I don't know I about that. On, like, okay, fine. Imagine, all of a sudden, right? Like, somebody did the same exact joke, but replaced NRA with Planned Parenthood. Bro, I think the entire internet would shit itself even harder. Yeah, you'd be, <laughs> like, you'd be a wiped off the internet. You'd be fucking removed. Like, if, uh... Who's even someone who's, like, kind of, like, middle... If someone who's well, you, if you if you're even if you're saying that you're just inherently not middle ground, so I guess I don't be, know. I, I just don't, hate politics. Who'd be a middle political YouTuber? Because like I mean, Philip Philip DeFranco is probably as close as you're gonna get, and he's more lefty yeah. kind of. He definitely I mean, is. It, yeah. it, it, but I mean, left he's and right is always lefty, kind of yeah. stupid as a dividing line, whatever you know. Uh, yeah. Well, we're all human, man. Like, the issue is no one, no one could be centrist, or they're not going to have an audience. Yeah, like like Philip like, Franco was literally a friend. He was a he was a fence sitter for a long fucking time, like on every issue, and it would piss off everyone to no end. Um, and now his his opinions are more actual takes than they were for like I don't know it was like between 2016 2018. I'm not sure, but uh, you, you're right. It, it is better to appeal to a particular crowd rather than trying to uh cast the widest net when it comes to politics. I think when you, so this is my thing when like people mention the word centrism, right? It's like, it kind of like excludes the ability for somebody to have like the occasional like viewpoint from the side that they don't like primarily default with, right? Like, even though I'm like a lefty guy, you know what I mean? Like I, when you talk to me about firearms, right? I can sound pretty fucking right leaning. You know what I mean? Like if you sat with me at a bar and we talked about guns and that was the only thing I'd come across as the most right wing leaning fucking guy you'd ever find. Right. I'd be like, I fucking love guns. I love going hunting and all that fucking shit. And then if you asked me about every other side, I'd be like, Oh, this guy's like really fucking left leaning cares about the environment, all that other shit. So I, I don't know. The whole centrist thing kind of like excludes the ability for like people to sometimes like agree with certain other angles. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is true though. In most cases, if if I can get your position on one issue, I can be almost right every single time 
on all other issues. It, it is true that people tend to clump and get influenced by those around them. Like if, if you if you believe the same things as a, as a group, seven out of eight, you're eventually gonna, probably going to move and accept that eight as well, just not to be the odd one out on that yeah. uh, position, uh, on it, that it issue. Is, it does become you conform to the group that you surround yourself with, right? Um, yeah. Well, it's like all of a sudden, like that's what so, I used so, to. Like, but, like when I think of centrism, what I usually think of is people who just do not want to take a stance. They just sit on the fence and go, "Hey guys, we've all got opinions." At the end of the day, and and for some, for some people, that's fine if you're not mm. a political sort of person. But if you're talking about politics, you should probably be yeah, having sure. a position on things. You know. Yeah, but to be fair, the idea that I don't know, I find it weird that people like either on the left or on the right, they agree with all the right wing takes or all the left wing takes. Like like Muda said, people are a mix. Okay, like, like okay, we'll, we'll sit down over here, right? Like, let's do like way. a simple lame, like simple take, right? Like, hey, do you guys think racism is bad? I think racism is terrible. Do you know in some yeah. circles that's a of fucking? Course, they're I'd like, say. Oh, why would you? That's a weird take to have. Really, you know? It's like okay. people. Like, they, they, I have people on Twitch chat who are like, Muda, what are your opinion on transgender rights? I'm like, what the fuck do we mean? Why would yeah, I like, dislike that, that's, What dude, the fuck? Why would you think bro, that's a main? That's, oh my god. Whenever I say anything, or, or people are always asking me because I have guns and I like I live in Texas and I have a mustache, I guess, people automatically think that I am racist, that I don't think Wait, that I don't think transgender people are <laughs> no, real people. What the fuck? Like and I'm just like, what do you like I don't even think about this stuff. Because it just I don't like obviously, obviously. I, I, I believe stuff that is just so fucking obvious and logical, I don't even think about it. You know what I mean? I don't fucking, I don't have, like, what are you, you talking to, you about? Why are you asking me these stupid like, questions? People, no, I don't go to, like, fucking racist websites. Yeah, dude, and just, what? I literally have to remind people that I'm not a racist Texan. I'm not even a Texan. I'm from Virginia. I'll be honest, I, I, I believe you were racist this entire time. This is all news what? for me. This is news to me, Fuck bro. you, bro. Every time, every, every time yeah. you call me a PNG, I kind of feel like he, it's coming from an anti-Semitic place. He's a chase man. He Come just on. does this to knock that Indian and anti-Semitic tag off of him. You know, it's like, fuck. Oh, oh God. No, but that, Bro, bro, a, mus a Muslim, a Jew, and a Texan walk that, into that, a bar. That's why he does it. He's like, fuck it, I just... <laughs> and a Texan. No, but but that's a, that's a like Texan. the general thing, right? Like, nobody's fence-sitting when they do shit like that, right? And then obviously you get into, like, certain issues. I wish people were just like... Like, this is the thing why, like, I hate the whole idea. Like, when it came back to, like, the whole boogie stuff, right? And I hate to keep bringing him up because I know that I'm going to get, like, a DM about it fucking the next day and I don't want to fucking bother with it. <laughs> but, like, it all, it's always, like, fucking the whole, like... When I when I called him a fence-sitter, he's like, I'm just having my takes. I'm like, no, your takes are... You, you, you fence it on, like, even the slightest things. When Ethan was in, like, the hospital, right? Like, and he made that one, like, tweet. It's like, I know a lot of people hate this guy. Bro, why even bring that up on a Twitter thing, right? Like, if somebody... Dude, my... My biggest enemy could be in the hospital, you know? And it's like, oh, are they on the cusp of dying? Oh, shit. Wish you well. That's the tweet, right? Why even invoke some level of controversy? Why even get it reminds me of that Keemstar yeah. thing about Total Biscuit that one time. Remember yeah, where he's like, like, I can't yeah. wait to report your death. I'm like, ah, oh, my guy. Even if you hate him. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Come on. Dude. I used like, to fucking love Total Biscuit uh, so much. Yeah, me, me too. It's a it's a yeah, shame. It's yeah. bad memories, but I I just mean uh, some people just don't like the idea of getting pushed back on their ideas, and so the second they get pushed back, they're just like, okay, I'm walking this yeah, back immediately. They don't want to anger people. Like, no. Yeah. We, we, on one hand, there's Destiny, who's like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I will go against the 99% on any issue. I whatever. And and then there's like you know Boogie, who's like, the second he gets a little bit of pushback, he's just you know folds like a house of cards. 
Um, like, I, I, Des- Destiny last episode talking about React content, where he was just like, yeah, it's fucking exploitive, so fucking what I do it. <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I can I was, almost respect you know. that level of like, fuck you, I'm going to do it, because at least you admit the failings mm. of it. And while I may dislike the fact that you still do it, it's like, you're not going to sit there and try to fucking, you know, paint me out to be the bad guy or like try to like misrepresent a fact. You've completely agreed that Lud- I'm right. Ludwig was kind of the same way. Yeah. Lud- Ludwig in his response was like, yeah, this, this is uh, exploited, but I mean, everyone's going to do it if I don't do it i'm gonna fall behind this is legal da 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 i'm gonna say i I have my disagreements with that uh, approach but he but ludwig was the um his his response made the most sense yeah compared compared to everyone else like h the h was basically incoherence xqc i couldn't i couldn't watch the h3 video from you like that was so serious i was like oh man look i was so tempted to just go to the next one because it was like Free speech, free speech. Free... I'm like the ha- the Hassan one wasn't any better, no. but it was more interesting. Um, because because like React content should be as the... if anyone exists who should be against React content, it should be Hassan because of his political leanings with socialism and stuff. But he's just got a blind spot to it because it makes him so much fucking money. Or as I argue, maybe he isn't as um Socialist you know five grand yeah. for that kind of position. Yeah. Uh, what do they call him a champagne socialist it's is funny. his criticism I, I can't yeah. stand listening to like takes in stream champagne socialist oh, stream format it was like five like, hours all stream takes are so painful you never get to the point and like you're beating around the bush you're repeating yourself 47 times you, it's not thought out either yes. it's just like I'll just ramble for five hours good luck dissecting any this any argument yeah. for React <laughs> content like... has to contend with that this could have been a commentary video and it would have been infinitely better you would have been more well thought out you would have already known what's in the video you could write something you could edit it and it would, it would your response would be infinitely better the only reason to do a reaction is because you don't want to spend the time you're lazy, yeah, you know, you, or you like, want the audience there. It doesn't make better content in terms it, of your ability to respond to stuff. Videos, I get rambly for sure. I'm totally guilty of it. But even like every single, if I have to make a point, like I absolutely, because I, I can't do scripts. Like I, I, if I do scripts, I do, I sound completely deadpan and it's terrible. Oh, but you can make yeah. secondary takes if you feel like yeah. you're not I mean, there I and you can edit stuff out. More than that, you yeah. edit it. Your I video edit, goes I go through, through an editing like, process. Even when I'm going on a ramble, I have my notes that I go through, right? Because I have to, uh, that I want my evidence like hyperlink, so I like bring that up really quickly just to like reference it and go into it. I can't just sit there and have like a 40 minute take stuttering my way through a fucking That point, scared the shit out of me. You know? <laughs> like, what was yeah. that sound? <laughs> what sound? Yeah. What sound? What happened? In my no, no joke. H3HD, 36 fucking times, just said, this is freedom of speech. And that was his entire fucking argument. Drove me mad. And, and and Hassan would sit there for like a full like minute and say nothing in his stream, just reading chat. And I'm just like, oh, awful. Well, yeah. I, I like the I like how you use the I like how you use the H three legal case and just deconstructed that whole video. I'm like, yeah, what I, the I, fuck? I could have if I wanted to just taken his old content talking about fair use and his current stances and had them communicate and you just see he completely yeah. contradicts his prior beliefs because he's he's now doing stuff with Hassan. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be like, oh, yeah, Hassan is an exploitive person, uh, not abiding by fair Dude, use. I love our podcast. We had Hassan. That's H3 we Next. Had Destiny. This is H3 such a Next. Good podcast. <laughs> Yo, Ethan. Ethan. I, I, I do like the show because it's anyway. like, we're, none it of is... us are have, like, afraid of a pushback on any of these situations. Like, I'd love to have H3 on to discuss the finer points of free speech and, like, and domestic terrorism. Fair use and. Yeah. I'd like to ask, you know, Ethan about, like, what his choice on like Tannerite or Semtex, you know, which one is preferred in certain situations. (laughs) But uh, I think Uh, we're going to end the whole video on here. I think, Tar, you might have to cut out the the two last uh, points that I just made because 
I don't know if we get yeah. striked. Clearly, the rules on YouTube are a little different depending on how large or how you know in bed you are with the higher ups. By so. the way, by the way, Tara is my editor. She's a girl, non-misogynist. No, he's still a misogynist. No, 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 no. Thank no, you, no. Dark Piper, for showing up today. You want to plug anything uh, specific? Your channel, Twitch channel, everything. Yeah, it was great fun. The time just flew yeah, that was by. good. This was this was a good episode. Forever, haven't we? Yeah, that's, that's how you um, know the episode. Uh, Dark Viper AU everywhere. YouTube primarily. Uh, check me out. Do a lot of GTA speedrun stuff and commentary and blah 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 and i occasionally make analogies that no one likes so <laughs> you know uh, dude that was so bad I, that was so bad I, ju I just wish people had cared about the document everything else that i said as much That's as that in my video okay. I, I mentioned the analogy it. out there they had to dig that one point to deconstruct the other <sighs> truth <laughs> dude because like it's such a memeable moment imagine comparing memeable, react streamers to rapists was different right yeah. uh yeah well I, I always find it funny because you can identify the people that have ever went to college or worked a real job just off the 14 page meme because anybody that bitched about 14 pages that hard obviously has never written anything for a university has never worked in the real fuck World and might not be able to days. read <laughs> just in general what i saw the f dude you can't if if it's not pee pee yeah. pee pee laugh or pee pee hello or people pee -pee yeah, even, the, even like saying. the even like the twitch like the xcc reaction <laughs> yeah. i was reading through the comments some of the people were writing in like twitch speak and like i literally oh. have to like freeze in my head i'm like L, L take. Hey, Dark Viper, L take. L take, Dark Viper. Oh, God. XQCL. H3 did that in person. He was like, L. L. I was just like, what is wrong with you? You're like, what is yeah, it, like 40? God damn. L take. Anybody? I'm going to write an essay about how you're pee pee, pee pee head. I'm like, what the fuck? What is his audience? My brother did that to me one day. Like the whole day, he started speaking in like Twitch chat terms to me. And he was like, yeah, that's all he was doing just to piss me off. Like I would call him and he would. How yeah, are you doing like, today? He, every Pog. time he come to my house, like XQCL, Pepe. I'm like, okay, all right, we need to stop it right fucking there, because <laughs> I guess he was just done like understanding it. But yeah, that's um, that's a that's a final rule. We probably made a lot of enemies this episode. We probably reinforced a lot of enemies with certain people, but. I like to have a mentality of fuck it, all right? I serve with a right moral ethic in my, in my, it, it, serve with the right ethics, try to step on as many, like, try to, you know, not step on as many toes as you can, but I don't feel bad burning bridges with people that I don't agree with ethically, okay? I've done it in the past and I can do it now and, you know, I think that's, that's the, that's the mark of you as a person and, and the path you take on in your life, all right? That's just how I go with it. I think it's terrible if you just sort of sit and accept everything. All right, you got to have some hard stances and you got to be willing to live with that in life. Uh, but that's pretty much uh, what I want to end on. Shout out, Shout to, out women. to women. We <laughs> all are not misogynist. Positive message. Don't, don't I'm the Trump of this podcast. Though. I'm just misunderstood and I have great hair. Hey, you're the one who showed us that Rubmap site with the perfect Trump accent. So I don't know. <laughs> Rubmaps.ch. Look it up. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you all for showing up. This is me, Muda, Dark Viper, uh, Caleb, and Nux, and we are bidding out.